Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This week, we're going to look at a very common statement you'll hear in management. Why is my team so lazy? So let's look at how we can deal with that and let's examine exactly what's happening. So let's get on with the show. Hi and welcome to the Management Podcast Show. I was running through the park the other morning and I bumped into an old family friend who was out for a walk with some other people. This was before lockdown part two in the UK, so all that COVID safety idea was being followed before you ask. She told me how much she was enjoying the Management Podcast Show and how she loved the advice and guidance. In her role, she coached managers and wanted to use my content to help others. I obviously agreed to this, as the main aim of the show is to help others deliver results. One of the other members of the park party asked me a question that got me thinking. A question I think most managers and leaders have thought about at one time or another. Why is my team so lazy? And also, what can I do to change that? Now on its own, that has so many negative angles to explore. Questions that flew out of my head were, all her team are lazy? Is she so good that everyone else's work is so weak? Her team never hits a target, is that what she's meaning by lazy? She gives 100% and then none of them care? She thinks that they are, in other words, piss takers, a lot of them. And a waste of her time, she could do with starting over and getting a new team. You can see the kind of questions that fly around your head with a statement like, why is my team so lazy? The emotion of the statement told me one thing. This person wanted her team to do better. She wanted them to succeed and deliver results. That's why she asked the second part of the question, what can be done to improve? That's the point I want to focus on. It's totally unacceptable to blame the team and think you can start again. It doesn't work like that in a business. You can't just remove a whole lot of team and start again. So we need to look at how we frame it going forward. And this is not a criticism. I know in my years and years of management, I've thought the same. Why does it take so long for X, Y and Z to get things done? Why am I the only one who can get a project finished? Now look, am I the only one who really cares about this business? Everyone else is just lazy, sitting around letting me do all the work. Over time, and with experience, I've changed my outlook. I genuinely feel people go to work to do a good job. Most care about the work and the people they work with. But sometimes, they slip into bad habits, which can serve, not serve them very well, or the business. They are poorly led, or are left to get underutilised, and, in some cases, bored. So let's reframe the statement, and ask the following questions. Does my team know exactly what they're meant to deliver? Do I have a good relationship with my team? How can I measure success better in my team? Do I need to improve my communication style? Have I given them too little to do? Am I blinded by a couple of low-performing team members that I don't see the good ones? Is there really a poor team or is there a poor manager? Let's start by addressing the question. Does the team or the individuals on the team know what they are there to do? A fundamental of management is to know and communicate the why to your team. 
When the team understands the why, all other actions and tasks are easy to measure and account for. It also means the team knows what their individual parts do in the big picture. From that, you need to build a relationship with your team members by understanding their strengths and fitting them into your team so you can get the best results. And how to do this, you're asking? Well, of course, one-to-ones, feedback, coaching, delegation and empowerment. The big five, naturally. I mean, what would you expect? So then, how are we measuring them? What KPIs do we have and how are we going to review them? How are we measuring their results? Sometimes is it daily, sometimes is it weekly? If the team is struggling, check your KPIs are right. Can they affect that score? Is there too many to control? Are they timely enough and have a real impact? Or are they measured too far apart or relying on too many other variables that the team can't affect? You need to ask yourself, are the team engaged and communicated to? The opposite of happiness is not unhappiness, it's boredom. Does your team have enough to push them, but not enough to overwhelm them? The famous Goldilocks balance, not too hot, not too cold. Are the individuals in the right role? Could, as a manager, I move them skills to support them, or redistribute the workload somewhere? And do I, as a leader, give feedback? Do I clear the path for my team and celebrate the results? Do I need to be more involved day-to-day to help? You should still be looking for longer term as a leader and not doing the work for them, but do you understand the team's blockers? It's really hard not to be emotional about people and their workloads. It's also hard not to have a self-fulfilling prophecy. You see one or two occurrences of one person and then you might feel that person is not pulling their weight. You also have an unconscious and maybe a conscious bias. You need to step back and look at yourself as a manager. Am I doing the best I can to make sure the team can be successful? Am I clearing that path? Am I moving the obstacles or am I putting the obstacles in the way? When you've done the checks and the balances in your own head, then speak to a peer about the thoughts. Calibrate your views. When you've done all that, you might identify a number of members who might not be doing what they need to do. Then you can start to move the narrative away from why is my team lazy to a much more focused and balanced approach to your team and their workload. And you will start to look at the second part of coaching and maybe performance management and an improvement plan to maybe move those poor performance into being a better performance. But there's another cast for that. There's also one more thing to add on the end. And this can be a difficult one to face. Are you ready? Are you the problem? I told you, you were accountable. But are you the one taking on the work? Catching all the monkeys and putting them on your own back? This can happen when you've become through the ranks and been an expert in what you do. You find it hard to let go. So you do all the roles yourself. It's easier for you to do it than train someone else, you'll say. Then, when looking out at your directs, heading home at the end of the day, and you're still sat behind your desk with a pile of work, you think, Lane says so-and-so's. Look at them, going home, and I'm doing all this work. And if that's you, then maybe you're the problem. And you need to change you, not them. 
you need to move from a doer to a manager. So let's recap those points. You need to start with the why. You need to build your relationships. You need to set the measures, the KPIs for your team. You need to make sure they're engaged. You need to communicate to them. You need to give clear feedback. And you need to clear the path. And also, you need to check you're not the problem. Well, thanks for listening. Now it's over to you. You have the background of why it works. You have the context of how it can deliver results. You have a step-by-step guide. Now it's up to you to take action and see the benefits. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing. Okay, that's it for me, Manager Matt, this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.